0: With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Police say a 40-year-old prison officer from Town, arrested on July 15th has now been formally charged with two counts of smuggling, two counts of possession of ganja, two counts of possession with intent to supply, a count of breach of trust by a public officer, and one count of giving a false address. He appeared in court on Tuesday, January 25th, and was granted bail pending a further appearance on the 22nd of February. Police say another prison officer, this one a 39-year-old West Bay man, is awaiting sentencing in relation to drug offenses. He was arrested on June 9th and formally charged with one count of smuggling and two counts of possession of ganja with intent to supply in September. He entered a guilty plea in a subsequent court appearance and is scheduled for sentencing on March 7th.
1: Today's groundbreaking for Health City Kamana Bay celebrates the continued expansion of health care in the Cayman Islands and indeed it's the start of another chapter in the history of Kamana Bay.
0: DART Director Jackie Doak says they are delighted to welcome Health City, a world leader in patient-focused medical care, to our community. The US $100 million hospital will be built on three acres of land south of Kamana Bay. Dr. Benoy Chatuparambil, Clinical Director of Health City, Cayman Islands.
2: Our 70,000 square foot purpose-built, state-of-the-art hospital campus will benefit the majority of the population of the Cayman Islands. At a location where over 70% of the population reside and uh, nearly 90% of the residents work. Health City says this new hospital
0: will provide a cancer care center with comprehensive and advanced oncology offerings, a neonative intensive care unit, an emergency pavilion and critical care unit, and a robust multi-specialty program which includes robotic surgery. Health City Commander Bay is scheduled to take 12 to 18 months to complete. However, the hospital's radiotherapy services will be available within nine months of the groundbreaking. In a Twitter post his Excellency Governor Martin Roper says UK OT Minister Amanda Milling's visit to Cayman is underway with a call on Premier the honorable Wayne Panton. The governor says the minister reaffirmed the UK's strong commitment to Cayman, citing the supply of COVID vaccines as an example. He says the UK Cayman relationship is in great shape based on trust and partnership. This week the governor also met with visiting service members. Mr. Roper had a sit down with Lieutenant Colonel Ramsey of the US Army and Lieutenant Commander Hathaway of the US Coast Guard who were both visiting from the U.S. Defense Attaché Office in Kingston. Mr. Roper says it was a pleasure to welcome to the islands after not being able to visit for two years due to COVID, adding that Cayman enjoys and appreciates cooperation with the U.S. on security and law enforcement. The governor described the meeting as a good opportunity to discuss future collaboration. Government publishes the immigration transition law, temporary work permits, and business visitors' permits regulations. Radio Cayman's Paula Cal has more.
3: These deal with permits for seasonal workers and those who have been issued a business visitors permit. Under the regs, the Director of Workforce Opportunities and Residency Cayman will hold responsibility for granting, refusing and revoking temporary work permits. Temporary permits include a continuous period of up to six months or a quote seasonal worker for a continuous period of up to eight months. Also, the director may require an applicant to provide details of any training program they have to ensure that Caymanians are provided with the instructions and practical experience necessary to make them fully qualified to carry out the job. The regulations add that the absence of such a program or the failure to implement one without reasonable cause, quote, constitutes a ground for denying the grant or renewal of a temporary work permit. Check out the full regulations online at dlp.gov.ky. For Radio Cayman News, I am Paula Cow.
0: A slight increase in local gas prices after they tumbled last week. More from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller.
1: According to the overall Retail Network weekly analysis of the Cayman Islands done by the Utility and Competition Regulation Office, the average price of self service regular gasoline has risen a penny to 504 gallons since the last check on January 21st. Premium self service gasoline rose two cents to 533, while diesel is unchanged at $5 even. For a quick comparison, six months ago, gas prices in Grand Cayman were $4.78 for regular, five hundred one dollars for premium, and $4.50 for diesel. For Grand Cayman, the cheapest self-service regular is reportedly being sold at Browns Industrial Park, where Offregs says its $4.90, a self-service gallon. The average price for regular gasoline in Cayman Brack is stalled at $5.33. Folks on Little Cayman are still paying $6.11 a gallon. On the diesel side of things, Offreg says the cheapest self-service option is refuel, where it's selling for $4.50 a gallon. According to AAA, the average price of gasoline in Florida has risen to $3.33 U.S. for regular and $3.69 for premium. Log on to offreg.ky for a full breakdown. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carly Fuller.
0: new year brings a new speaker series at the Cayman Islands National Museum, joined by the University College of the Cayman Islands. Associate Professor at UCCI Stephanie Fullerton-Cooper leads the first in the series.
4: We thought it would be interesting to just focus on a number of areas that relate to Cayman history and culture and to make the public aware of various research that is ongoing in these particular areas. So my role is to present two papers. The title is Catharsis, Diagnosis, Treatment, and Healing through Cayman Poetry. And my ongoing research is in just making people aware of the fact that Cayman has a body of literature, a body of writings and writers that are so very relevant and very concerned about what is happening in the Cayman society today. Three of
0: Cayman's poets will be analyzed, Roy Bodden, Leonard Dilbert, and Nasaria Akushalat. The second
4: topic, creating a space for Cayman literature in Cayman classrooms, will explore the very thing it says. Cayman literature is not being studied at the various levels, uh, primary, secondary, tertiary levels in Cayman in the way that we would like to see it being studied. And when a people does not know its literature, when a people does not know its history, what really are they missing?
0: All Speaker Series presentations will take place via Zoom to register email gift shop at museum.ky. Boarding schools from the UK, Canada and Bahamas will all be in one place this week for the annual boarding schools fair, Cayman Islands. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Sullens has more.
5: At the fair, there will be admission staff from 14 schools ready to meet and discuss with families the benefits and opportunities available to their children if they choose a boarding school education. Niall Brown, senior educational consultant, says boarding school isn't for everyone but can broaden the horizons of those who attend.
2: They've had fantastic grounding at their schools in Cayman, but this is uh, the opportunity to, to go off-island, to have perhaps more facilities, to have different subjects offered, to have different experiences.
5: Some families may have stereotypical preconceived notions on boarding schools based on a way that Brown assures the schools are no longer run under.
2: But care as an example about 20 something years ago they introduced what were called the national minimum standards for boarding schools and that regulates if you like the care that every child is entitled to by law they're entitled to this much personal space a bed a a locker a wardrobe but also it outlines the support that must be there for every single child and Not just because of the law, but just because we've become a bit kinder and nicer to one another.
5: Mr. Brown says the schools offer its students support, maintain strong connections with the parents, provide structure and stability in tumultuous COVID times.
2: It gives them structured independence. They're going to have to make their bed and sort of organize what clothes they need. They're beginning to have to do those things themselves. They, for example, have to sit down every evening and do two hours of prep. So it gives them a structure of how to handle their work. Because they're at school, nothing has been disrupted since that point. They're unaffected by COVID because they're in a a little safe bubble, if you like. And so I think many parents have found that a great relief, that they haven't had the sort of the constant disruptions and different changes and lockdowns. That hasn't affected the children's schooling and learning.
5: The fair is this Saturday, January 29th at the Westin from 12 to 5 p.m., For Radio K Man News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Sollins.
0: If you're interested in attending,
5: parents and guardians
0: are asked to pre-register at eventbrite.co.uk. And that is your latest local news. From Radio K Man's Newsroom, I'm April Cummings.
6: Good evening with a look at Radio Cayman's local sports, I'm Dion Anglin. The Cayman Islands Football Association Executive Committee has expelled two top competing teams from its Premier League this season. The committee confirmed at its last meeting held on Tuesday that Alliance Sports Club and Latinos Football Club has been expelled from the 2021-2022 Cayman Premier League for forfeiting two matches in the CPL as per the CIFA rules of the association. Article 7.3, which reads, a member club or team will be expelled from a single age group competition if it forfeits two matches in the respective age group competition for the respective season. As such, CIFAS President Alfredo Whitaker says all matches marked as forfeited by these teams will be canceled.
7: It is unfortunate that for this season we had Latinos and Alliance that failed to uh, present a team in the first two schedule games that they had and according to the laws of the associations and competitions if a senior team fail or forfeit two games they would be automatically scrapped we could call it like that from the from the tournament so this year our premier league would be eight teams only we hope that we could finish the league we hope that covid treat us well so far with the girls, we haven't um, experienced any major difficulties. Yes, the team had cooperated enormously because we know that they had COVID situation, but they had managed to play the games. So that is good for us, and we're looking forward in, for this weekend to complete our third round of not only the Women's Premier League, but also the men first division, second division that is starting this week, and obviously um, the continuation of our men senior Premier League.
6: This has also impacted the upcoming weekend. The technical department has rearranged the matches to fit to the new number of participants. Therefore, the matches involving Alliance SC and Latinos FC have been removed, and East End United Football Club will take on Academy Sports Club on Sunday, September 13th, 30th at 7 p.m. in East End instead. Members from different levels of officiating took part in the first of several netball umpiring forums over the weekend. The forum was based on a discussion pertaining to the agendas. The Cayman Islands Netball Association's technical director, Janet Letman, tells Radio Cayman Sports nine very engaging people from different levels came together to discuss how to get more umpires involved in the game.
8: We were encouraging everybody to show interest or even put in a note into the chat room how they were feeling how confident they were when it came to umpiring. One of the discussions that came out was what type of things have Cayman Netball got for new and upcoming umpires? or umpires that haven't got a lot of experience. And so part of the forum was that we try to give them the confidence that all they need to do is come on board. They just need to contact us. And once they contact us, what will happen is that we will meet with the individual. We'll find out where their goals are, what knowledge they've got with netball, how to b- build and increase their understanding how to umpire. Coach Letman says they had every type of referee you
6: could think about at that forum.
8: So we have people that are referees for different sports. Sometimes it's about our terminology, changing the terminology from one and making the other. We had some people that was confident they can umpire. They knew the rules for netball, but they just needed the confidence. So part of that, we were looking on how to involve them with our netball monitoring and the different support that they can get and the tools to enable them to be a confident umpire. And so what we had in our discussion, it's nice to not have a big agenda, to have something that we can work on and discuss. And so we've decided to have monthly forums of which we can talk about things that is current at the time. The next umpiring forum is
6: scheduled for Sunday, February 20th at 3 p.m. For more information, you can email Coach Letman at kmannetballtd@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Staying with netball, friends, loved ones and netballers will gather at the Truman Baden Sports Complex this weekend for the Pauline Bodden netball tournament.
8: We're going to have a shooting competition, which people have put their names up that they want to shoot for the competition. We're going to have Pauline Baden's family coming there to be in presence and in the moment. We have, we're going to have a speech from our president And then we're going to have the tournament, which is going to start about seven o'clock. So I want everybody to come down and just come and enjoy. See people playing some amazing netball, competitive as well as challenging, tactical, and just have fun. Cena's
6: technical director, Janet Letman encourages everyone attending the tournament to follow safety guidelines.
8: If you arrive as a spectator, could you make sure that you wear your mask? Because we, we want to keep everybody safe. All the players will be using lateral flows uh, before they come, so they know they've got a negative natural flow. You can play. You can play.
6: The games will be held this Saturday, January 29th, at the Truman Bodden Netball Courts at 5.30 p.m. And Cayman Islands amateur golfer Holly McLean is officially a cowgirl. McLean recently signed her National Letter of Intent to play at Oklahoma State University in Oklahoma, which she will begin in the fall of 2022. OSU is part of the Big 12 Conference. Congratulations, Holly, and we're wishing you all the success in the world.
0: That'll do it for Radio Cayman's local sports. For this evening, I'm Dion Anglin.